and I'ma get it. You know I be on the way. What's up and welcome to another exciting adventure of Ride the Rebellion podcast as Trey comes out of the bathroom. He's pooping. I think we're going to leave it at. He's headed to the casting couch. <laughs> Take him a napski. It's a good sleeping couch. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Today on the show, we have a guest. You already heard him talk. And if you don't know that voice by now, then you're probably part of the second half of the show discussion. That's an inside baseball statement. Yeah. Um, and with me today, as always, is the man who puts boy in Dale Boyd Sports Management, Dale Boyd. That's not a very good intro. I don't it wasn't. Think. What's wrong with that one? You I put the boy put in Dale in Boyd. Anything that sounds pedophile. No, it'd be if you put boys. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He puts All right, that's the boys enough. in void. We. <laughs> <laughs> if you put the boy in boys, that's when you're in trouble. Whew, I'm out. You're okay for now. Yeah, I'm good. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm here. Are you yeah. going to play my walkout music? I don't, you don't get Star Wars this time. That was a one-time only. Well, that's not my walkout music. Uh, what is your walkout music? Angel of the Morning by Juice Newton. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'll see if I can not get demonetized even further. I'll if try you can't it. get that, maybe Bombs Over Baghdad. You, uh, that's a good one. I like yeah, But I'm going to do the uh, jazz version because I found that once. Oh, I didn't know there was Yeah, one. it's going to be delightful. There's a really good mashup of... Uh, Taylor Swift, shake it off, and the perfect drug that I like as well. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. Because my that. my kids wanted to listen to Taylor Swift, and I was like, sure. And I started finding like metal versions or those, and eventually Finley was like, this one's not so bad. But I mean, it was full, just fucking super throaty. I actually order. think that's better than the original version of Perfect Drug. Oh yeah, I don't like that song that much. No, it was better mashed up. I think it's way better mashed up. Same like the the song Closer. Could any if right now if I turned on the song closer, how uncomfortable would all of us be? It'd be weird. Yeah, especially because um, we're in a circle. <clears throat> yeah, just like that. Who's, um, whoever's on the casting couch is Pivot Man. Yeah. Sorry, Trey. <laughs> he said what? What? What's the group that does uh, um, we ain't nothing but mammals? Bloodhound Gang. I told oh, Drew them. toured with them. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I spent a long time with those knuckle turds. <laughs> He's getting ready to say something stupid. That, yeah, go ahead, say that, stupid. I've toured with him. I know him. You mean like in in like a juggalo fashion? No, or? no. I literally filmed them while they were on tour for One Fierce Beer Sco- Beer Coaster, the, the Firewater Burn song. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker yeah. burn. Yeah, I yeah. was on tour that entire time. That's awesome. You didn't know that, huh? No. Yeah, that's my not claim to fame, but it's a claim. Oh, I'm surprised I'm not the only person in the room has ever heard of them. So. Uh, that's no, when I, I realized that con- rock and rock and roll shit is weird when girls would literally come onto the bus. And this is wh- why, if you want to ever have a conversation about me too, this is the stupid shit that happened. Girls would come on the bus and they would drop their pants and they would ask them to sign the bottom biscuit. Mm. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and then I think about it now as a dad and I'm like, I will, what concert are you going to? Mm-hmm. Fuck no, you're not going. You can go see Striper. Or one of the guys that tore Bibles, the Christian dudes oh, that ripped yeah. Bibles, those guys. You can see them. That's it. The rise. And then you walked up behind her and said, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> she did. No. Yeah, my kids are only Actually, watching. Actually, you, you, you tuck your you tuck in and you do the... uh <laughs> it's a giant silent Bob thing. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm such a pretty girl. <laughs> Boy, this episode went south quick. Hey, Trans-Siberian Orchestra for my kids only I from now on. I was really hoping can't. we wouldn't have to put the EL oh, logo on this till halfway. <laughs> oh, no, we can't. 
<laughs> Chase, but a real terrible situation unfolded right in front of us. It, it was, got real transient. It got. <laughs> this is a transient conversation. This conversation. Anyway, um, all right. So right before we started in transparency, oh yeah, yeah. Dale got an email. Uh, regarding the Gorilla Gravity saga that has plagued my life and made me miserable. Yeah, this is going to make him a little bit happier. They're giving me full refund? No. Oh. <laughs> well, you might have to do services. <laughs> it says, we're going to do it. We're going to bring it breaking news. Breaking news. This is it. Uh, for all four Gorilla Gravity owners on the planet. Fuck off. <laughs> I know two of them. All right. <laughs> Service parts now available. We've got some good news. We've worked out with our friends at fellow Colorado bike company, Canfield Bikes, to make sure frame and service parts are available while supplies last. They won't while be selling GG last. bikes. Yeah, you yeah. better hurry. You won't. They won't be selling GG bikes, but hopefully you'll be able to get what you need to keep you rolling as long as possible. We're That's handing possible. our remaining inventory off to them, and it's available for purchase at canfieldbikes.com. I think they're so. I want y'all to. Here, here's the thing about this though. That's the first official communication yeah, anyone has received that owns a Gorilla Gravity. It they says, have not one time said shit to any of us about that. Well, it says our very own Tyler joined their team back in September in a sales customer service role. So you'll get be in good hands with someone knows the GG brand. You can reach him at RideGG at Camp I was hoping Bikes. you were going to say you could reach him at 310 Yeah, you call Tyler and blow him up. Canfield have been building rad bikes since the late 90s. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know, Canfield. Is that one of Nixon's When the time comes, retire your beloved GG. Hopefully it won't be too soon. They'll definitely worth a look for your next ride. Anybody who's ridden our bikes or supported us in any way, you made this journey an unforgettable experience, and we appreciate you all. Peace out. Fuck an you. unforgettable and short journey. What a bunch of fucking cocksuckers, though, that they can't sit there and at least say, hey, we fucked up. We're not going to admit it. That's a shitty run company if you can't stand up and... And say Sounds that, like you just fuck took a them, job. man. That's why I don't want to ride that bike. Because when I look at it, I get mad as a now business Now you can owner. buy the trail pistol the rear end, though, and it'll make your bike work. That might work. <laughs> yeah, you better hurry while supplies last. Yeah. Wow, yeah supplies just email last. the dude. Email fucking Tyler. Kyle. Yeah. Tyler, whatever, Tyler. You don't even know his name. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Know, you guys are on first name basis. Uh, with us today is uh, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, world's grumpiest grumpy cat. I'm happy to turn Black Friday into Bleak Friday for all of you. <laughs> Chase Draper of Bump Fame. How's it going? Is this playing Black Friday? Yeah, sure. yeah. Oh, yeah, this is definitely Black oh, Friday. Sweet. Yeah, you got any Black Friday specials? People could sign up for Bump like today only for Did how much? Count? Yeah, it costs the same as it always does. Yeah, I could, I'll give you the price that I pay $39. <laughs> there it is. Black Friday special. You can join Bump and you get this is what you get for free. You get insults, free hugs. Free hugs from Chase, but only yeah. Chase. <clears throat> Nothing? That's all you got? I was just seeing if there's anything else you get for free. Yeah, because I, I was thinking about joining. Yeah, yeah I was going to jump in. Well, I mean, you can do the Frienduro. Kevin came and did the Frienduro. Oh, yeah, he joined Bump for the Frienduro. I see Kevin all the time. You guys never come out and play. Because Kevin has no kids, and he owns Man of War Tattoo for all of your tattoo needs down in Fairhope, Alabama. Well done. Nice. I was going to actually sneak the sponsors midway through the show just That's to guarantee I'm, a little listen. But that was a good way of working one. one in. I'm proud of you. So let's uh, let's jump in a conversation. Uh, if you guys don't know, in fairness and transparency of, of, of how we communicate, the three of us end up in a lot of conversations talking about community. Uh, ours is obviously very different than what Chase has, but we've found that by bouncing ideas off of each other, 
We may not implement anything each other says, but I do think we take away better and we figured out how to change things. One of the things that arguably has happened to some extent is there's been like, we've seen shifts in communities across the area. And I think that's because more people are communicating, yada, yada, yada. You guys have seen some changes up there. Like, where are we on community? Let's talk about it. What's the, what's the, what's the haps? Well, I'm often envious of what you have. <laughs> you mean because we don't have uh, we don't have to run a company? <laughs> we just fuck around and ride bikes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You and don't, we don't have to ride in mountains. You have, yeah. to, you have to deal with less BS, I suppose. But like the the organization you have, the just well, organizations a stretch. The group of goobers that you hang out with, it's more accurate. I was uh, say. Is I, I don't know. Like you've got a great vibe, and I'm often envious of it, and it. I might have it, but I might be the problem. Like maybe I, like I have social problems. I don't. Like I like. Here it is, breaking I, news. I like, do, 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 do. Fuck off. I, I like to be around people, but I like to be around a few people. I that is correct. I don't like large groups, and and maybe maybe that's why I'm not finding it. But I have, you know, I've made some attempts to wear a veil of semi-sanity in large groups of people for as long as I can manage it. But don't you think though that part of the challenge that we run into with any of this stuff is like, obviously Birmingham, bigger city, more numbers, more numbers equals more assholes. I'm not saying that you have assholes in your group. You might have a thousand, you may have none, but as even <clears throat> us, as we've increased, we've had less participation. And then we find ourselves, I'm just being candid. These motherfuckers listening to the show or not, I don't give a shit, but we find ourselves <laughs> going, Hey, there's 30 of us. Mm-hmm. Yet on a dirt church Sunday, typical dirt church, yeah. we got four. Four, maybe. right? Yeah, yeah. and I mean, it's beautiful ride weather. There's no excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're running the percentages. I mean, I've got 500 members. I've got 20 that help. You know, I mean, <laughs> right? You, you like it's that it's motivational and it's infuriating. But like all the, I mean, we previously talked. You talked about the changes and the development in our space. Like that's if I think about it, I get pissed because it, like. 12 to 20 people or so carried all that load but on the other hand if you look at it like all right if i can double that if i can get 10 more people like what would be possible so i think it's motivational to you and anybody else really because if you want to to make developments and you want to to better your community and your trail system like what we did and what we've developed over the last three years has been carried by very few people right but i I guess i'm with you I guess I've relegated, me and Dale had this conversation earlier, I've relegated myself to the idea that at the end of the day, there are small little moments that I get to see from people who may not have ever done anything. Like there's, we've talked about before, there's a jump that Carrie hit, the bug rug. That's not yeah. even, it's shit for most of us, right? And I'm not talking it down, but for some reason in her mind, it was a wall. She could not get past. Yeah. And the day she hit it, she screamed like she was having like the greatest time of her life. And... We're all like, oh God, did she fall? Because we couldn't tell at first, but it's yeah. that little moment for her meant everything. And so for her though, so some of it is, I think back, and Carrie helps when she's there, but I'm just, some of it is, yours is on the bigger scale. You're not going to be able to hear all 500 voices have a great moment. No. But I think that's part of the challenge of community. I think, unfortunately, the thing that we don't talk about in community that we tease about a lot on the show, and maybe now's the time, maybe not. We can dodge it if we want to, is that there is a level of sacrifice that has to be made from leadership and leadership's not just the three of us leadership is trey leadership is any of those guys that put in those extra i assume trey puts in extra hours um 
50-50. But leadership is those people that put in that extra time. There's a sacrifice that we make because we have to look at something bigger. And the, and and you can't say it without seeing Todd. No, it's, it's, no, I was thinking it's funny because, you know, I was, I've had conversations about this and, you know, our, I've had a lot of conversations recently about our trail system at Trellisville and, and like a guy was blowing me up. It's like, what do we need to make our trails better? Do we need money? Do we need equipment? Do we need dirt? What do, what do I got to get? And I'm like, man, last trail day we did there, four people showed up. Three of us never ride trustful out of the four. Right. And they're like, I need hands. Like, I need help. And there was another guy was like, man, I'm, I'm going to have to – I'm going to have to miss the third fall work day at Trustful in a row. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you didn't have to break your streak, bud. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I think that the hard part is, like, it's hard to be a leader because leaders sometimes have to make tough decisions for the group, right, that other people might not agree with. So it's hard to be a leader and the social leader at the same time. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, but that's that's you. I think you're an enigma in that somewhat. Because, right, because I'm in between. Right. And frankly, a little, we were having a lunch conversation. As you, if you guys don't know, like we typically go to lunch before we report, if somebody comes into town. Mm-hmm. And Chase and I were talking, one of the things is we were laughing about is like, sometimes like somebody has to be the asshole. Right. Like ours is so small that I can be an asshole and no one knows about it because they don't show up. But I can be an asshole and I tell you and you're like, yeah. fuck, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. In his situation, it's a little bit different. So we were laughing about the fact is like, are it, so here's here's a poll. Uh, you guys can vote on Facebook. <laughs> this man an asshole. Vote on Facebook. Uh, uh, is Chase an asshole dot com is now available uh, for your voting. I'm just kidding. That's pretty good there. I might buy. I that. don't. I don't really think there's a lot of debate. I wouldn't argue with it too much. But there's certain days when I'm not in the mood to hear it because I spend so much of my time I think well, that's dedicated to other people. Yeah, and that's something that we've talked about on here is like our passion runs so deep in these projects, just like yours. Like your passion runs so deep that like an opinion that what you weren't there when we were doing the planning. You weren't there when we yeah. were doing the work. So guess what? Your opinion really doesn't matter to me. No, but it hurts not. our feelings like to not be soft about it. But it's like hurts our feelings a little bit that you don't care until you want until think, it benefits you i think i've got a bad enough reputation that most people just stop complaining on facebook but it could be that i've just pulled away from social media because i had to No, you've just instilled proxies <laughs> yeah I've got, i mean i've got proxy trolls but also like i stopped uh i stopped paying as much attention to it and i just try to do i do what i try to do what i think's best and like maintaining the trail to it's an original design and character, and if somebody wants to be mad about it, then they can just be mad about it. But let's. But in fairness, Chase, not to to blow anything up anywhere on you. But in fairness, just like blow it on me. D- d- uh, Dale and I, like you're talking about, uh, you're talking about a plan you have for another. I don't know how far I can say about it, but you're talking not that part. Yeah. I meant the, like the. It doesn't matter. Uh, you're talking about a deal and you have like schematics and you have drawings and you have like, you have legitimate shit that is, and you have 3D renderings. Mm-hmm. You have all the proper things to kind of set up something. And so in fairness, the level, the depth in which you have to go to accomplish things is totally different than us. You know what we have? We have Jakey Poo showing up right before a race, changing fucking race lines like a champ <laughs> and suddenly building shit that we don't even, he's not even going to finish the shit. Yeah. We, yeah. we go so, into planning with how many rugs we have. 
That yeah. is exactly. So there's, there's, there's a difference, right, in that, that level of it. The community is one part, but there's a thing that we don't talk about as much here because we're not in the, what you have to deal with, and that is the, the official level mm-hmm. of stuff. And the official level is a whole nother beast. And to your own credit, can we just highlight? I think, that, I think that's the part that I'm good at. You're very good at it. Can we highlight? You got what? You got tails. Yeah. You marked that. There's some. What's another one that happened in your tenure? No, uh, we redid Blood Rock. We redid Lightning. We built Storyteller. We built uh, the Jump Line at Trustful. And we've got 12 miles still flagged and proposed out at Tannehill. I'm just waiting on an MOU to be modified by the legal team at right. uh, so- Forever Wild. <laughs> Fucking six epic thing. Those are not small tasks. Those are huge tasks. I mean, twelve miles is a whole trail system to some people. That is our. It's almost doubling theirs. Yeah, right. That's that's. So what I'm saying is like the official capacity of things is a little bit different. We're super cash. So like that's the balancing act I think in community games is like we get to play casual, Mm -hmm. and we can and we have our. Don't get me wrong. We have stuff. There's things happening that I don't. We're not going to talk about on this show. But there's things happening that we have to deal with on the regular that Mm -hmm. does get into business mode and. But ours is still so small. I'm yeah, not we managing. also have a well for the Imba chapter that you're maintaining. Like we have a buffer between because the soft member has to do. In with fairness, that. that's the biggest separation. Right, that is the separation. We have no governance. Right, right. We don't. We are a band of misfits. I mean, we're a bunch of <laughs> on an island. Yeah, I mean, we're just. And I think that's so. So, circling back to it, how have you? Because now I've seen more events coming out from up there. How has that changed? It seems like you're doing. Not just bump and grind. That's not what I'm talking about. You guys have been doing more and more stuff. Like the ladies ride shit is seems like it's done very well. Like the the Yeah, we did a we did an actual pay clinic. Um uh, I I worked with Aaron and you know, we came up with a price that would cover her costs and expenses because I mean she was driving down from Huntsville to do it and I she probably would have done it for free, but I I don't like that. Yeah. Um, so we came up with a, a price and it was like 60 bucks. And I think we had a, 11 ladies sign up and, and come sure. through like a full day of training, which is, you know, dirt cheap. But Aaron takes them actually on trails too, doesn't she? Yeah. So they did the first half of the day out in the field, uh, doing drills and, um, you know, mini coaching. My buddy Donovan came down with her and, and kind of helped and they worked together and took the ladies through. They had little cones out there and we're doing slaloms and front wheel lifts and rear wheel lifts and, and just little techniques and then they took them out on the trail for a few hours and let them you know put it to use that's the way to do it that's pretty sweet we should do that with summit bike academy here <laughs> with for our ladies <laughs> i think it'd be great and since summit is one of our premier sponsors it'd be even better you mean this summit deal <laughs> yes that summit um I was trying to keep as many creepy dudes out of the equation as I could. Yeah, I think dudes intimidate women a lot. Like if they're there, it just sits. Do, do you know what? Our, do you know what our, our like Chase's first podcast is pretty high up on the list. The weirdo guy from uh, from uh, Fox is still number one. Andy R- Vidalia, <laughs> yeah, Vidalia Onion guy. Uh, for some reason, but like Chase is right up there. But our third most listened to, it beats Nixon, is. Uh, because we called it Don't Get Woke or whatever. Yeah. If it ain't woke, don't broke it or something stupid. Mm-hmm. But his interview with a girl, we made a joke about it. That's one of our most listened to episodes. And I think it's because the amount of people that I'm not talking about bullshit. What is it? D-E-I-D-I-E. Yeah, I'm not talking about that shit. I'm talking about life. The underrepresentation of that writer voice. Yeah. For what, and Justine is a new writer. For whatever reason, 
I mean, it gets repeat plays now more than anything else. It has climbed up as being one of the higher. And well, I think I mean, you hit on something when you started looking at that stuff. Well, that's why I said I, I got Aaron to do it because I didn't want – I mean, Lon teaches classes in Birmingham, and I yeah. probably could have got him to do it. But I wanted a lady to, to be out there and be in charge and, and have the communications with them and everybody to feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, like my – my only job for the day was to to make sure that nobody went over there and bothered them, and, and it didn't look like that was going to happen. So then I went riding. <laughs> it did look, so you did a well. Okay. Well, I did spend like what a difficult dude. I, I did. I did. <laughs> hey, you guys look safe in the pasture. Yeah, you're work. fine over there. Yep. Nope. That's spent, not a serial killer. You're fine. I did spend like two hours dragging all the shit over there and then dragging it back to the pump shit. So it, I mean, but that is still that is. Tell me that's not a honeydew moment. That and I is went literally and got lunch. Yeah, there you go. We're falling right into it. Oh, uh, but yeah, I mean. I learned little things from from all of your podcasts, and I mean, hearing other people's perspectives has helped more than I thought it would. But so, so, but the thing is, is you guys have a unique. I think the bigger problem that we run into it took, uh, it took us having. I think the thing that we run into the most is we inadvertently segregate writers in our in our. That's what we do in our chapter. I mean, just I, that's my opinion. I is not an, I'm not an official member of Samba or anything else. But we segregate writers. You can join we, Bump. Huh? You can join Bump. I could. I should. Um, I will on Black Friday for okay. the special. He gets free hand jobs. Like a, <laughs> this is what Chase said. Reach arounds. <laughs> he reaches around your bike and helps get it off the rack. That's what he does. Yes. Um, but but have a ghost moment getting it off the bike rack. Yeah, just <laughs> oh no, my! Why are we not recreating that? Oh man, we should just recreate awkward scenes from movies, but bike. Yeah, I mean that's it's, fucking it, genius. It seems like the groups do kind of form up clicky, uh, and then it's another thing that you know I was thinking about because you you and I have talked about this and and participation a good bit, and you know one thing that I've noticed is like if I personally invite somebody to come to a work day they'll often show up. And yeah. once they show up, they're hooked. They're in. Yep. Um, but, I mean, I can see that from a group, maybe it just looks like we're all friends and we're, we're just in this together, but we all know each other from the work days. Yeah, the and work so, days are where friendships happen, for real. Oh, no, stories, Joe, there's so everything. many stories. Like, yeah, because you're not on your bike. You're just right beside somebody. But but this is going to sound like fucking self-help shit. But as dudes, one of the challenges we run into is that we play the intimidation game of boxing. Like you have to fight your way into the join the tribe. Yeah. And the, the issue when we do that, though, is what ends up happening is some people may have a great skill set that we'll never get to because we're they're just too intimidated. Some people mm -hmm. are introverts. Yeah. I, I'm extreme. That dude's the definition of extrovert. Oh, I mean, Dale, you could turn him loose in a room full of 30 people and lock the doors, and he'll have told everybody he has a podcast within no, 15 minutes. He'll know when I walk in, don't And he? if you put me in the same room, I'll have probably tried to find every way out of it, and then eventually <laughs> yeah, just start you know profanities to the guy You'll next still to come me. out and be like, guys, I raised $30,000 for a bump. Yeah. I'm like, how did you win? I'll come out broke. like. <laughs> Chase, could you give me some water? Dale gave it all away. Like, listen, listen, we owe all these people shirts and stickers. I promised them. I gave them all stickers. They're gonna, they said they're going to listen, though. But what I'm saying is that's the dynamic game of it that you have to play. Like, and there's no right answer. I just think that work days, inviting someone one-to-one, -one, you just broke down that 
to your own point, you broke down the douche barrier that said, hey, I can, I, maybe this guy's pretty cool to come hang out with. It's the same vibe, but we, but we run as do, and you're putting us in a competitive situation because mm -hmm. all of us track our time to some capacity, right? Yeah. So then all of a sudden it's competitive and then we, I watch it. I watch it in the parking lot. I'm, I'm competitive in my job. So riding means zero competition. I just don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. But at work, it, Dale's been around it. I don't do my best at work. I do my best on the bike. That's where I'm really throwing effort. At work, I'm just there for the it's weekend. Like, it's, just, it's just like office space. It's just a straight up quote. But I mean, that's the bouncing act. But but I observe it. And if we don't think about that stuff, like it's gonna you have to put shit aside sometimes. And that's the yeah. hard part. I mean, I, I had I've had several phone calls with you kind of going through this thing and then I turn around and I I had a phone call with Will and you know, I was telling him what we were talking about and I'm like, you know, I think you know, bump used to be a click, but I don't, I mean, we're not a click anymore. And I'm like, well, fuck, what if it never was? Hmm. What if I just wasn't, you know, I didn't feel invited into that circle. What if they always wanted me there and I just never went? Right. Oh, that's a good point. That's a very good thought. That's a grown up thought there, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I, making fun no, of it. It's a, a good real, thought. It is a good I thought. I would all to Pantoprazole and Monster Energy Drink. They're not a sponsor, by the way. So we, uh. Yeah, definitely not a sponsor. Okay. Well, there's always the future. <laughs> no, it's a good point, though. I mean, there is that. There is the opportunity that people aren't showing up because they do want you there and they do want to hang out. But you, I'm not saying that it's uh, a lot of times when we get in these conversations, it becomes a one way street of like, well, we're being mean and they won't show up. They still have to put in the effort. It's you got to meet me halfway. Yeah. But we've got to do better about meeting halfway. And that's where I think community, what has happened with him and other spaces, we kind of meet met halfway. Yeah. And that's when you start to see shit change. Yeah, I was talking, oh, we were at a work day a bit ago, and I think it was that trustful one, and I was talking to Scott about it, and he's like, I'm like, yeah, this guy said he he couldn't make it. He's, he had you know other priorities or whatever. Scott's like, do you think we just don't have shit else to do today? <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it's a solid point. I mean, everything's about, you know, priorities and values, and, and you know, if you value the trails and you you value the, the system and, and you – you enjoy your time out there. You should, you know, try to give back a bit. And I mean, if, if I put you off, and you think I'm an asshole, just tell me, and I'll put you on somebody else's team. <laughs> I don't know, man. I There's plenty of happy people out there. I'm just not one of them. I kind of want to go to Chase Build Day so I can compare it to a soft member Build Day. The soft member Build Day, you're not allowed to talk. No, it's military. It's straight it's, military, and but all, shit gets done. Shit gets done. But the only stories you get are about this machete that he's pretty sure is cut. I mean, like. I'm pretty sure it's cut off a lot of ears. You know what I think? It's a Vietnam era machete. There's a lot of ears like on a string somewhere. <laughs> is he like Cotton Hill from King yes, of the Hill? Yes, exactly. It's hilarious when they you get done with Fatty. <laughs> when you sure. get done with a group or a trail work day with a soft member, you like go over and I feel like Shawshank. Like he ha opens up his cooler and we all get one beer for yep. me and my friends. Yeah, <laughs> it's like everybody gets a beer. Yeah, thank you for your service today. But shit gets done, and shit and, gets done. And he's another one of those guys that has a reputation of being. Um, strong-headed I'm not gonna say it. I don't think you're an asshole I think you're strong-headed but I've also I run a company and where my failure is sometimes is I'm not as strong-headed as I need to be and then I, I my problem is you're consistent I'm not consistent that's the other part of community mm -hmm. that is really important that we don't talk about is being fucking consistent and what I'm not is I'm like a, one moment I'm pissed off next minute I'm being creative next minute I'm looking at bottom line I'm like where's my money I have no money I need a new bike and so I'm all over the place you're consistent. He's consistently the same. He doesn't change. He's the same. 
I'm like this. He keeps you guys being know I was on a podcast. What's that? You guys know I was on a podcast. I don't ever have to talk about it anymore. Honestly. Can you pass me that delicious Cahaba Blonde over there? Did, uh, oh, so, Cahaba Blonde, we... uh, not yet a sponsor, but a sponsor of Bump. Yeah. They're the official workday sponsor. Where were we when... Hold it up uh, high when you take your first beverage sip there. Where were we when uh, somebody... We, we left and you were like, did you see how that worked? Like, you didn't have to say a word about the podcast. No, it was the last time you were at Bug Chitta. Oh yeah, Book Chitto. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Like I did. Yeah, I think Jake's that's my favorite story from the podcast. Is Todd yelling? He's not that big, big of a oh, deal. Oh, dude, that was great. It, that happened too, and it was hilarious. Yeah, I, wish I don't I could know have been the, there for the that. showing up with the M and M's and the two hot yeah, sunny waters, bro. That will go down in my memory forever. It's like one of the greatest silent fuck yous I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, that was, was delightful. A, that was a good time. You guys brought a great crowd. I can't wait to come back in a couple weeks and hang out with your your, your group. You got. So many good guys. I can't can't wait to see so here's, Todd and cradle that big fucker in my arms. <laughs> here's the thing that that I'm starting to realize that he did that gets me excited. What? All right. So you guys go to. You've been. I've never been. You guys have both been to the Sorba Summit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not gonna. I'm not here to trash it, but it's it's very structured and formal, and there's mm. things like that. Lots of hand jobs. What? What? I and, never want to go, but I always learn something. That's true. Mm-hmm. bump and grind you don't have the time to focus on anything else nor does your team it's 100% work day for you <laughs> I've watched you get miser- more miserable as it goes. <laughs> and, and we're just sitting there eating our blue yeah, skittles and, and our- having our yellow M&M's yeah I mean between the time that we went out and rode and like the the time that everybody left I didn't have any fun <laughs> right right that's my point so my thing is is like what's interesting and this is not a but this is not a self-aggrandizing uh, Ric Flair pat on the back. It is interesting Ooh. that Jankfest ends up being all these different community members from all over the Southeast. A lot of them are bigger personalities inside of that. If we're able to take that and have that summit, imagine what we can do then if like, forget all the rules and regulations. Now it's just dudes having a conversation. We've broken all that down. So how can we get bump to support i'm just making up stuff bogachito and how do we get bogachito to support bump and vice versa how do we get the guys in florida who are just trail riding and smashing it though you and i now have talked about enjoying right cross-country riding a little bit we enjoyed some you might not want to admit that on the air that's all right god i'm out of the closet there it is right there folks cross-country i'm gonna put a graphic up for you xc bike owner could you please put spandex bibs on him You know, the, um, <laughs> that'd be the best Instagram filter. <laughs> my my favorite part of bump and grind every year is after everybody's gone. Right. That's the end of the story. Yeah. No, after everybody's gone, there's like maybe ten of us left there, and like I'm looking around, and like I've just gone through war with these people, and, and they're yeah. still here with me. Yeah. Uh, nobody's like yelled at me or tried to kill me. Um, like everybody at least pretends they still like me by that point. And, uh, like we get most everything cleaned up and then we just start drinking. Right. And it's just war stories. And the things that we were so mad about yesterday are funny then normally cause we're hammered. They brought a wheel keeps bringing champagne and I thought we were going to spray Jacob with it, but they fucking ambushed me and that champagne burns when it's in your eyes. Um, yeah, that's what I've heard. but, uh, I mean, we just passed a bottle of champagne and sat around drinking beers and, and telling stories from the weekend. And it's like, it's just such a great moment. And there was another guy I'd never seen him before. And I haven't seen him since, but like he, he was a friend of George's. He was out helping him pull down race tape. And he walked up, you know, while we were in the middle of this and stood around for about 10 minutes. He's like, 
I don't know what this is, but I want to be part of it. That's awesome. And it was. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I have small moments that make this worth it and for a while. And then I get burned out. I'm like, why the fuck am I in this? But that's the but that's also that's what I mean by like that community element is pulling all those little small pieces together makes that big it does make a difference to me because then I'm reminded of like that little sliver, you don't know what's going on in somebody's life. We talk that's the mental health side of the show we talk about all the time. None of us know what's going on in somebody's life. Maybe they just needed a break. Maybe that gives them a, a moment of sanity. Maybe they need to get away from their wife. Maybe they get away from their partner, whatever it might be. We don't know. But if you help create that, I mean, that's the, the stupid shit. It's philosophical and it's not selfish. It's beyond yourself. That's the stuff that, that's what I think about. And it's not necessarily with even the rep. It is to a degree. We're out there doing our part. But even when we go do Samba work days, I still show up. I don't want to ride south, right? Our only trail system because the city hates us. No, because you're heavily invested financially in another spot. That is also that accurate. That is actually very true. Uh yeah, I don't, I don't. There's there's little things that pop up, and like I'll see something and be like, God, man, I did something. I did something good here, and that'll that'll keep me going for a while. Uh, those, those things happen less regularly than I'd like. I mean, the ladies ride the first the first free clinic we put on. I mean, I was I was thinking we were going to have you know twelve people over the period of a whole day and. I had bugged the piss out of the bike shops to let me borrow helmets and let me borrow bikes. And I didn't even know how many I was going to need. And people signed up, but they only signed up if they needed a bike. And then we put like 45 ladies through there in a day. Good and, God. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, shit, maybe, maybe I did something good today. That's huge though. It was. I mean, there was a lot of people didn't even have bikes. They were on borrowed bikes, just, just out there giving it a shot. And it was, it was something neat. Are you hot? Hmm. A smidge. Turn that, I'd say eight. Good fucking turn that shit down. I think that that's. Um, I think that that's. I don't know how it might be on heat because we have ladies that run this office. That is not a slam against all women, but the women. But they are always cold are, for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, for no reason at all. What did you? So so why are y'all talking? I, I thought about something that would be kind of interesting. Depending on, I don't care about the the is off yeah. those evils i don't even care about the competition side of what Jankfest has element but but hypothetically speaking based on what you just said what happens if if jank works in the sense of like we have this interesting community sort of thing right mm-hmm. and it, it is small because if you let it get too too big bump and grind's a big event mm-hmm. right then that makes that means too much management but if we can self-manage and keep it small enough maybe there is a way to make this and what if it moves Mm-hmm. So what if you literally make this like the unofficial like, hey, let's get together. We're the we're the secret bike mob that's really going to be the fun ambassadors. Mm-hmm. And it's that community conversation. What if it jumps? So what if next time it's in Birmingham? And maybe it's at Tannehill. It's somewhere random that people have not been. The JCC. There you go. There you go. Whatever. Who cares? Like just do. But, but I, what if it becomes that and it becomes more about camaraderie uh-huh. and having that conversation? Because then think about all the pivots that come out of that that dialogue and like. Because you and I have literally traded shit. We've tra- mm-hmm. not feces, but literally traded ideas. We, get, we got boxes in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> but I, that's what when we were putting the the list together of yeah. invites. Yeah, it was like people that organize things in other communities. Like think about what you guys felt at the end of bump bump yeah. and grind. You're gonna have all these dudes that have hosted events that never get to go to events and yeah. just chill at an event. And yeah. so like everybody that's there is gonna be you and Toby and people that are like leaders of their communities or leaders 
people that do things. I've even heard Toby tell us, like, dude, I'm just stoked to be able to just hang out for yeah, once. Yeah, I'm coming to hang out. I'm coming down Friday morning. First thing, I'm coming up Friday morning. I'll help you guys set up, and, and I just I just want to be a part. Yeah, I mean, that, the whole the whole goal of that is to make it, and this isn't about hyping that up, but this is an experiment into yeah. what happens when you take all the communities and start and start intermingling. Like, what do we get out of this deal? Like, do we get something a little more interesting? Yeah, because uh, how, get, would, how would Louisiana and Alabama and Florida all be in the same spot other than maybe a sorbet summit? But then again, it's too official. Like, this is more, you can let your hair down a little bit if you had hair, and then you could make it, you can make it's it aerodynamic because he's yeah. a he's, he's that's, an XC guy it, now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Uh, so, but yeah, I think it's I think that's the the conversation Friday night for me at Jankfest is going to oh, be. Don't wanna, I don't even want to know. It's FNL on an exponential. Yeah, level. that's like steroid level FNL for yeah. sure. And it's going to be that the Friday night conversation is going to be the the rate the event isn't even it's not even on my radar because it's like just go ride the trails and we'll time you yeah like it's not like no one's well the fact that there's going to be like beer coolers at the end of tracks and stuff is like that's the point the point is to like celebrate your you guys are drinking uh chase was nice enough to bring montuckies right so and now he's passed on to a cahaba but you guys are drinking the beer that we jokingly made a community beer and yeah. it became a thing we and it worked and we all laugh about it. When, oh, we have some up here now. I'm like, well, fuck you, man. And then you bring some down. They don't have it in Huntsville. I actually paid Erin for the, well, I paid her some cash too, but the first time she did our clinic, I gave her several six packs of Montucky and like, I had no idea if she'd like it or not. And I yeah. asked her, she's like, yeah, that shit's awesome. She's like, I took it to a work day. I'm like, oh, you wasted it. And she's like, everybody wants it. And I'm like, yeah, so, Birmingham. They don't have it in Huntsville. They have it in Birmingham. So I don't know if it's anywhere else in the state. Don't drop the name yet because we got to get it. It's ours. <laughs> so we have another one. We, we have another we, one. Oh, you guys have moved on? We've moved on. No, no. Everybody has. It's too mainstream now. It's like fucking Nickelback. We don't want Nickelback <laughs> beers. What is that say Nickelback? No, it's Creed. And why Why are there all these it's memes Creed. about Creed now? I'm like, please, God, don't Scott bring Scott Stapp is back, baby. Don't bring this back. He's back. Did you ever he hear wants see to that? Sing, he wants to sing like he's got something in his mouth. Did you ever see the, that joke of that guy prison, singing? Um, he was singing Scott Stapp ordering at Taco Bell, and it was so funny. No. It's like, I think I'll have a burrito supreme, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome. I, I don't remember the rest of it. It was like, well, we just got it the was sound years clip. ago. Yeah, now we got demonetized because you did such a good job. <laughs> Scott Stapp. I didn't realize I had an accent until I did the last podcast. And I sent that. And I'm like, this is what it fucking sounds like when I talk. <laughs> uh, in your head, it's probably very deep. You have a very deep voice in your head. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking of this as Nickelback reference back, but e-bikes are the Nickelback of mountain biking. Fuck off. No, think about this. No, listen. Let me tell you something listen. about Nickelback. No, 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 no. Nickelback. That Rockstar song is actually pretty That's good. That's what I'm saying. See, when you're in your car by yourself, you're riding around, you're listening to Nickelback, oh, you're singing enough. at the top of your lungs. You're talking lungs. about the by yourself part. E-bikes yeah, yeah, yeah. are great by yourself, is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, they're like mopeds. And, and then you see yeah. your friends, and like you're mopeds. like, I'm not singing they anymore. Are, they are Nickelback's mopeds. stupid. 
Guys, come over here. Nickelback's dumb. Yeah, Chuck, bike Chuck Liddell was in that video, and like every <laughs> oh, one of the girls next door, like you can't tell me those guys weren't rock stars then. No, hey, let me tell you something. They're selling they, they sold. I hate them. I can't stand their, their music. first album was really good. I don't know, it man. It doesn't matter. They, they sold so many albums. Dude, can we make a sticker for your bike that says Nickel Bike? Oh, please do. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Weren't you supposed to make me one that says something stupid for my bike? It yeah, it was it whatever they won't huck it. It's not rocket. Oh yeah, it's not rock. I didn't make it. Where's the don't some kid showed up it's at the park? Huh. Some kid showed up at the park, and I saw uh, he had uh, it won't huck itself picture on a, or a sticker on his chainstay, and I'm like, the fuck, did he get that? Not me. I think he I gave one to Nick Spain, and maybe the kid stole it. I don't know. Or pay probably. I think it it's great when bucks. I see bikes pop up on marketplace with like our Reb stickers on them and and <laughs> and sweet potato stickers, and yeah. I'm like, who is this? Yeah. Whose bike is this? But I've given I do out. Need a, I do need a bump stickers. sticker. I don't have any bump stickers, sir. I've got uh, I've got he, the lady specific version in the truck. I'll take it. He sells them on his website. I know, but I'm not buying it's them. Some of my OnlyFans. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we could do it. Only we talked about launching OnlyFans. I mean, I don't know what it would be. But like, hey, here's me fixing a bike. Oh, Watch me cuss for three hours because I'm not mechanically no, we inclined. Could reenact uh, famous scenes of movies like the ghost scene yeah. uh, with the That's bikes. Awesome. See. Just Every other that, podcast has a over. Patreon. We have an Or you could fans. just get videos of people using a hand pump to pump up their tire, and you take the video from the back. It's like, oh, oh yeah, that's good. Because those are my favorite videos to take trailside. <laughs> we were going to ride, but he got uh, he got sealing all over up. his face. Oh, that is. Mm-mm. I'd have to fire you for that offense, sir. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty uh, egregious. Did you um have you have you have you seen an uptick? Have you guys seen an uptick in membership? Yeah, all those events we put on, uh, it's like it it started. They did a, like a Eric wanted to do an up duro. It was just people trying to climb Blood Rock, but you had to be a member. And it started it started kicking up then, and and he had all these other ideas, and I talked to him about it, and he's like, I want to do this, and I want to do that, and um, Brandon Weir wanted to put on the friend duro, and I'm like, sure, there's. Let me figure out insurance. He's like, no, nah, it doesn't need to be that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it does. Because I spent a lot of time worried about staying out of jail. So, uh, so we're going to so get insurance. And I I set up insurance for about a dozen events. And we had a meeting to plan what we wanted to do. And just kind of threw together a bunch of stuff we thought would be fun. We had a race where you had to run to the top of Blood Rock. Or not Blood Rock, but Red Road. And then uh, eat a couple of donuts and then pedal back down. Oh, shit. Um had a couple of short track races or about four miles and then uh, three friend duros and then we had that kid's bike thing. That's all this year? All <laughs> it was all in fucking September. <laughs> what was the... Uh, Good God, bro. You guys did the old bike thing too, right? Oh, yeah, the clunker race. The clunker race. The clunker race. Yeah, oh, that's fun. I wrote out that schedule um, like in August and, and then I sat there and read it and like got anxiety. <laughs> And I just kind of brutal there. I yeah. split it up between me and Will, and I'm like, "Look, man, you handle the friend duros, and and I'll handle the short track races, and we'll just kind of make the rest of this work." And you know, from from a management standpoint, the friend duro stuff, the bike link guys put the whole thing together. They're uh, Brandon and um, Bryant did all the timing. Joe helped out, and uh, yeah, I kind of showed up to make sure everybody had fun, or else, like if you were not having fun and and causing other people to not have fun. I was going to escort you out, but otherwise, I mean, I didn't have to be involved in that. It was really good and pretty easy and short track stuff, you know, timing. I just 
everybody go and like this first guy, this second guy, this third guy. I don't think I ever kept actual time and the the other stuff uh, like the clunker things it was pretty low key. I don't think it was actually timed. It was all good fun though. But I, so so it's something we've talked about, and you, you might have proven the point a little bit more. I think like a lot of what I hear when we talk about organized like Imba um, uh, memberships or whatever. It's always these event things mm-hmm. that are what make people feel like they're getting their money's worth. I don't understand why mountain bikers are the cheapest motherfuckers on earth, but they are like, y'all, mm-hmm. they cheap. They real cheap. Speaking of cheap, you can get a wonderful pair of cheap shoes over at... Huh? Run and try. Run and try. They're not, they're not so cheap. cheap. They're not really cheap. They're ones. actually high quality. They're yeah. very expensive, but they're good shoes. But my point is, is like those events do seem to be a catalyst for people feeling like they get the value or they see perceived value. Cause at the end of the day, if you're selling anything that costs money, it is a value for value exchange. I have a value of my money and chase wants it. That's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Right. Um, and it's that kind of thing. So those events go a long way to do yeah, that. I mean, I guess people get kind of transactional about it. Um, you know, I just kind of looked at it as, you know, I mean, Trey told me he thought it was awesome because, you know, we spent, spend a lot of time working in the woods together. We ride together every now and then, but we never just get together and screw around and do something stupid. Right. Um, so the kids' race is great, for, or the kids' bike race was yeah, great it was for awesome. that. It wasn't a kids' race. There's no children involved. It was hilarious. It was, that. It was great. People way too big for really small bikes racing. Uh, it was a good time. But that kind of stuff builds camaraderie. It builds community, and it, like – that is your way of being as unofficial like us, right? Like, yeah. So that isn't like a big overdone, not not bump and grind is not overdone, but like you have oh, to do is. so much to do it where that is like, hey, we're getting together this weekend, bring a stupid bike and let's do it. But do you remember like ever listening to a record? You just said it with Nickelback, uh, the first album. Like you listen to their first album of any band and it's oh, raw yeah. and it's great. And it's like, oh, this is what I want to listen to. And then they go get overly produced mm-hmm. yeah. and it loses some of the shine off of that. Every once in a while, you got to go back to the garage days. Like yeah, that's right. the stuff where the, the... We are the garage. <laughs> yeah, that's we are the table. But like that's the... You guys wouldn't get that reference, but somewhere a wrestling fan will. And that's where like... I think having post bump is that but having those non-official events they're officially unofficial type yeah that's dude that's where the community were that's what fnl was and Mm -hmm. all we were was a bunch of assholes in a parking lot that had nowhere to ride our bikes envious of what everybody else has literally everybody else has better stuff than us so then you just figure out how to make it well you guys have it already made and now it's more a matter of like how do you get people excited about it because you're not always going to get people that want to build but if you can get people to ride their bikes, they will appreciate the trip. You know what I think is a main difference in our communities is we are all of the same age range. Like he has a ton of youth. Like there's does. so many kids up there. That's, that's only on race day, bud. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're not there for work days. Well, you know I'm saying I mean, like there's we, a ton around the parking lot. And- we made progress with that last year because Butch, like I did some some work days with Spain Park because a friend of mine is a coach there, and I actually made some great connections through there. The parents from from that, uh, Eric from Cobber Bruin was one of the parents from one of those work days I did for just like a Wednesday afternoon. I took the Spain Park kids out and did something. Um, so I mean, we started getting them involved that way, and you know, I started posting pictures of the Spain Park work day, and some of the other coaches reached out, and then last year Butch like made a point of getting a schedule together with all the coaches because you know we want this team here on 
this month, yeah, this team here on that month, because you can't have 800 of them at one time. No. Uh, and even I think Hoover's got like 50 kids on it, and it was a handful when they showed up because 50 a lot. Yeah. Um, a lot on the trail at one time. Yeah, I mean, like if you got you got 50 kids, you need 10 competent people to, to lead and instruct them. Yeah. Uh, so it got, that got a little complicated. But they did get more involved this past year than they have in previous years. I think that's part of the game, though. I mean, it it's always that you're finding those people to just get involved. I mean, so I mean, they, it's they free, should be but it's free to ride. The, what's that? They should be taught trail stewardship. I think that should be a requirement of it. Oh, I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be a, a way to like really like move to the next tier. I think it's, a, I mean, it's huge. Like a lot of self, I'm have, self-taught. Yeah. I had to just figure it out on my own. A lot I mean, of them don't have parents that ride, right? Like they're, this is their first generation mound bikers. So they, I think that first, uh, that first ladies ride, I think that's where a lot of it came from was just moms that wanted to have some idea of how to right. keep up and how to do the part of the family thing. Yeah. That's, that's good. Huge. I think mean, that's, that's a great way to get people involved, but it's like, Man, you just see these kids wheeling around and buzzing around all over, and it's like they obviously can't drink with y'all. But, like, there's certain things you can do, and I think that you have something that we also don't have is Eric that is like a megaphone to the whole parking lot. (laughs) And so, like, he helps unite groups. He helps organize events. He helps – like he keeps events rolling. Yeah, so he's been he's been a fountain of ideas this year. It's been very helpful in in putting those things together because he can he loves the social part of it, and, yeah. and I can tolerate it in small doses. And then I Shanghai Sayonara. Yeah, here Eric, gets yours. Bow. Yeah, <laughs> see you later. I don't even say so, bye. I just get the <laughs> truck and go. He, Irish was it Irish leaving? Or yeah, the letter can he leave? Eric's yeah. like I would letter like to leave too, Dick, but my house is here in yeah. the parking lot. Yeah, I mean, am I, 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 I have a social cup, and once it fills up, if I stay around, I'm going to be a dick, so I'll just try to leave. So let me ask this. If you had your preference. Um, Group rides would never be more than three. <laughs> oh, my God. Somewhere Nixon is like the – remember the old Native American commercial where the guy's walking and they throw trash at him and a tear falls? That's Nixon right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so my, my question was going to be, would you prefer to – so if you're doing like a pedal fest, mm-hmm. that's solo. You you assume you want that solo? Yeah, I mean, if I'm doing anything for my personal fitness, I'm going to do it at a level that I have in mind for that day. You know, I'm going to yeah. long endurance or, you know, medium effort or, or whatever, but I don't, you know, I don't want to continually stop for it. Aniston came down to do that group ride, um, the one where Marcus was bitching about me beating his ass all over the park. Um <laughs> And uh, we're going, we started out with 40 people, like 10 people said on Facebook, they're coming. So I got food for like 25 because I'm careful. And then we got there and there's like 42 on the trail. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, guys, we're just going to have to beat the shit out of them till we're down to 25. (laughs) Because that's all the food we got. (laughs) Did it work? Yeah, yeah, we had plenty of food. <laughs> like, it was cold by the time I got back because I ended up with, like, eight guys doing a lap around the whole park, and then, uh, like, everybody else just disappeared. The other Chase guy, he's like, hey, man, let's put together this group ride. Disappeared. Well, I mean, you did pull the old Draper. He uh, drop him Draper. The Draper drop. <laughs> that means more than one Only thing, Only one dude. guy left bleeding. Ain't got time to bleed. Uh, I, the reason I was asking that is like, if you were, if we think about uh, you're going 
let's say you're going to go up and you're going to ride tails and do all that stuff. May or may not be part of your fitness plan, I imagine. Mm. Typically, probably not. But if you're going, would you prefer that to be with your limitation of three other bros? No, I mean, just, just like I'll, yeah, I like time to play. I mean, if we're going to go up on Boulder, we're going to screw around for hours. But that's where well, I guess what I'm saying is that type of writing you feel like is more is that more social writing to you than yeah? I mean, yeah. that's that's me and my friends goofing off. You know, last my, my, the reason I try to keep an eye on fitness is because last year I got in really bad shape, and I look back at Garmin and I average 15 miles a week, and I'm like, fuck, I'm the president of a bicycle club barely get to see one right and i just I let bump run my life and i like i gotta be at this event i gotta be at that event and like this year i'm like somebody else is running this that's good so we got other people to run shuttle day this year and it took a load off because shuttle day is no fun when me will and uh micah work every single one right uh then the shuttle i'm like hey guys you want to do a shuttle day hell no uh, i get i guess where i'm where i'm going with that and you're teeing into it perfectly is that like we have to consider it's what i said at the very beginning like when we think about our groups mm-hmm. and you have kids you have you have probably more older people than we do mm-hmm. certainly in the rev but like even in our samba side but we have to think about our groups and then those groups are representative of the types of events we have to eventually do and i think that's what you've done a very good job at is making them fun i mean the fact that you're doing like short track and other stuff that's xc driven like mm-hmm. making things that are fun on that cross that I think that's the bigger challenge that some groups forget about. Like, mm-hmm. if if we think about the stuff I've heard from even Nixon talking about the Trailhassie stuff, he has two different rides. One's, but it doesn't sound like they have any days where it's just a bunch of bronies sitting just, around. Yeah. Like, like F and L tonight is going to be us. We might ride four miles. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I mean that's the way it used to be when we would. Uh, but it's got to be balanced, though. Yeah, I mean we'd get together and do a tech ride, and <laughs> half the time we'd shuttle to the top of the mountain, and then we'd go screw around on Boulder for two hours and come down Thunder, and then take the road back to the parking lot. Right, right, <laughs> right. And that's fun. Like it can't, it can't be all my rides because I realized that I got just got in terrible shape. And then like this year, I showed up to every single shuttle day. I never got on the trailer. I pedaled up the hill. Every time, over and oh, over and over true. again, and people are like, people are like, why don't you get an e bike? I'm like, there's a shuttle right there, man. Like, I could, I could be on the shuttle. I'm doing this because, Whew. because it's hard. Not, I feel like it's a rite of passage to ride up that monstrosity. It's only a half mile climb. I guess I was, I, Roger would, Roger's the only person that would do it with me. Roger would make loops and just we'd we'd lap it, and over the period of like three or four shuttle days i got him to go off the box drop for the first time and now he's hitting it every time so we've made some progress while somebody we're was uh somebody was talking shit about oak mountain and i was like dude why, what sucks so bad about it They're like to the climb all the way to the there's top. too much variety yeah <laughs> no they said the the climb all the way to the top i was like oh, i don't know about that because when i show up we get shuttled to the top yeah, you got the like, presidential shuttle yeah we don't i was like i've never made that ride all the way from the bottom to the top i can imagine that's what i that, like, i told him we were talking and he was like are you coming up this weekend because i was going to try and sneak up because i told chase i've only ridden thunder yeah lightning and tails <laughs> i've walked storyteller yeah. but i've only ridden those three trails and that's it and it's like we're, i know there's other jekyll trip. what's that we went down jekyll oh yeah no, we did jekyll. it was hot no we yeah. did both no, we, I think yeah, we, we went all the way. To I think top. we did both. Yeah, blood rock. But again, not very much. Yeah, right. And so to me, it's like I know there's other trails there. I enjoy riding my bike on a variety of shit, not just one. And so I told him, he was like, "Well, I'll go with you." And I was like, "Well, thank God." But then I know I'm going to get Draper dropped, <laughs> well, and it's going to be just take your e bike. Yeah, take he, your e bike. No, we'll I'm get tired all of it. the harassment. 
He won't be seen with no, me. Just put your He'll somehow ride on. faster than my e-bike to not be seen with someone with no, an e-bike. Just take a speaker and Blair Nickelback the whole time. Yeah, but he'll be like, is, can you play the first album? Be big rock stars. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about the, what do you think from your observation of other scenarios, not, not pinpointing anyone, but what do you think about the, what can the Southeast area, what can we do? Not Sorba, but what can we do? What can the Southeast do to make it better? Because it can't just be show up and buy events because that doesn't work. We know that. Like you have to, it's got to be. So what do you think has to happen to make this a more enjoyable place to ride bikes? Well, I mean, if you're looking at putting on events, I mean, they have to be fun. And yeah. that's, that's why bump and grind is not that complicated to put on. I mean, a lot of people put on races like Chain Busters has a race all the time. They're, they're always doing something and they put it on with very few people. And like I look at bump and grind, and it it takes an army to put it on. But it's not it's not the race, it's the production, it's the fun. Um, and I mean that that's important to us. That because I mean we we still want that to feel like a festival. Like that that's something that me and Will have wanted for a long time, and we're making progress in it. Um, but just as far as putting on events, like the Chainbuster event, um, midway through bump and grind, when I was contemplating murder like i was talking to jason chandler and he um he's like man you put the board team together and come race iron maiden he's like i'll comp your team just come on and i'm like shit i don't give a damn about racing cross country i don't know how he talked me into doing it but that event is so much fun right uh, but i mean we had a five-man team racing for 12 hours so each man does two laps right like you do a lap in the morning lap in the afternoon the rest of the day we're making, I had all this kebab meat from a cow I bought, and we're grilling kebabs in the parking lot and just listening to music. We got a bunch of fans under our tent, and we were just hanging out. Like, right. There's just four of us racing, or four of us hanging out, and one of us riding at any point in time. And it was okay. just like an all-day hang. And, like, I don't know. It was just so much fun. That's the reason I bought the XC bike. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is fun. I want to do it again. But I want to do it not on an enduro bike. Right, which uh, is because I found out I'm still competitive as shit. Uh, Somebody else in my arena. There it is. Yeah, well, I was trying to get the whole shot in XC race on a 34 <laughs> pound and cold out enduro bike. Uh, so uh, I mean, like if you if you make things fun, I mean people show up, and and best I can tell, like I've, you know we've had a lot of meetings and I've had discussions with people that I wouldn't normally talk about and I've kind of picked up on their perspective but as far as like trying to get them to work out and work in work days and help out with things you know a personal invite I've always known seemed to work mm-hmm. um but I didn't understand why and I think it's the click thing because I mean from the outside like all the people at work day they look like they're the best of friends but I never knew any of them before work day right yeah. Like I just went to Moab. All three of the guys that went with me, I met them work day. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I just think it's an interesting thing to consider the idea of like, like you said, that personal invite thing or whatever. I, I think the more that people, the more that the areas kind of work together and have these conversations and literally feed each other, um, I think that's when you're going to start to see more. You'll see more growth out of stuff. So that benefits your membership, right? And yeah. th- that's important because you're running an organization that needs that membership in order. But it also means that if there's community, that drives the stoke. And once the stoke's there, whether you're a new rider or not, once someone connects to that and they feel it, they want to come back for it. Like they can't not, how can you, 
Who runs from joy? People that don't want to show up. <laughs> this guy. Valid. Um, yeah, but he secretly likes yeah, it. What's got That's, the lie. And That's the lie of it. But I That's think that that is the lie of it. But I think that it's like the stoke, though, like that guy that you called and invited is now going to invite one other person and they're going to be like, hey, listen. And then it just becomes a chain effect where it's like that everybody's inviting other people because it's like, dude, this is a fun group to hang out with. This is fun. And because what does everybody see? Everybody that's new or everybody that just started only sees our social media. Right, yeah. they see what you post on social media. They see what bump posts, or they see what Samba, or, or what worse the yet, they see the marketing shit. Right, like they see like dudes in Whistler with the bike perfectly right. sideways doing a yeah, and they think a, a I'm not good enough down. to ride with that bump group, <laughs> or b I'm not cool enough, or I don't know enough, or I how can I go to a trail work day when I don't know what to do? So they you have to like if you ask them, listen, I don't know what I'm doing either. Just come out and we'll fuck around together and we'll yeah, figure but it that, out. Yeah, but that's the genius of like the kids bike challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every, that's equal playing field. Right. Yeah. I mean, only, only a-hole that shows up on like a legitimate bike is the one that you're like, oh, come on, man. Well, everybody had a 16-inch bike except for the tallest guy there and he was on like a 12-inch bike. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, apparently, like, I mean... We created a surge in uh, 16-inch bike sales on Facebook Marketplace to the point that they were gone for a bit. <laughs> Brilliant. And, like, we forgot to market that event until, like, the week of as well. Like, it was on the calendar. It was on the emails. But we didn't do any social media marketing until, like, seven days before. So I'm just texting people. And if they didn't respond to my text, I'm going to Marketplace, and I'm sending them messages. Like, this is a bike for sale in your area. Sick. <laughs> and I just kept blowing people up and – we had like 10 or 12 people out there. It was only two bad wrecks. I'm surprised nobody got hurt. I'm like, everybody, get on this waiver. Yeah, right, right. I got insurance, but I think I still should get this waiver signed. <laughs> Double it down. Basically, it's like anything can happen to you, including getting murdered in the parking lot, but still not our fault. Yeah, the the, the waiver for Coldwater Fest says something about collision with animals on it. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure <laughs> they're probably try, they're probably trying to double down. On well, I, I got theirs. Yeah, I've got theirs, and like I used it for our shuttle days for a bit, and then I mean Jacob's lawyer, he rewrote it to be more effective and I think less wordy. It sucks that you have to deal with all that stuff. I mean, we have to have it too. That's what that's what people don't understand about our side of it is the reason that it's a private scenario. Technically, Jankfest, all of you guys join the Reb. You're yeah. all going to be a Reb member. For a limited amount of time, but you will literally be a rev member because that's the only way that we can do. So even our stuff, like I have to have that because it, it's you. The rebellion's not the 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 people don't know this, but the insurance isn't on the property; it's on the group. Yeah, and so the property it just protects them. They have a, a separation, so we have to do. It. I don't have a choice for, and then we have to charge money because I have to have somebody pay because there has to be a transactional agreement and money has to work. But we have expenses anyway. You get it all. Yeah, I mean the. The thing they talked about a lot at Sorbo was, you know, trying to do things, you know, more professionally. And, you know, people are like, yeah, we're just running bike clubs. And I'm like, yeah, this is not a fucking bike club. Right. Uh, like, I spend way too much time worried about legal liability yep. for a bike club. Yep, 100%. Especially, but it's because the world's changed. Like, you can't, maybe it was a bike club 30 years ago, 40 years ago, whenever it started. But it's not anymore because if you look at what... That case that we I've talked about, but that big case they got where was that in or, uh, Oregon? Oregon? Yeah, it was up to March. That Oregon case is a big deal. That changed a lot of stuff. Yeah, like nine people sent me that article. Yeah, and now I keep wanting to block block cut throughs with posts and signs, and I'm like, well, shit, I gotta find a breakaway post. 
Yeah, it's yeah. like a, it's a real thing because it overturned a case. That's the issue is it, it set a new precedent that had not been there before. It's that kind of stuff. That didn't exist 40 years ago. I kind of thought that bike, was stupid. Like, like, he crashed into a rigid post. I'm like, well, that rigid post is right next to a bunch of rigid trees. Yeah, I get it. But that's it doesn't matter in the eyes of the law. Yeah, it didn't that? Do. A lawyer now has was, ammunition to fight with. There it. was some other stuff where the trail was out of, they weren't maintaining it anymore. And it was I thought it was something out. about a drainage ditch yeah, at the bottom of a 40-mile-an-hour hill or yeah. something. I don't know. It was There was a lot to it. It, but at the end of the day, we understand that as riders. Yeah, control your speed. But someone goes into court, and if, if the opposing lawyer has a case that has happened, they now have, an, they have a bullet for a it's gun precedent. that can be fired at yep. you, right? Yeah. That's all it took. And that's why it was such a big deal. But that's why like now the, all these waivers and all this other stuff has gotten so much. Like It's crazy. I don't know how... Oh, I did have to sign. I was gonna say at V Hollow, I didn't, but they have like a crazy virtual system that they use. But you have to... Their waiver yeah. is nasty. Would you say the majority of people are stupid? 100%. Well, then a consensus opinion is a bad idea. 100%. I totally agree. But yeah. It's just something I was pondering the other day. <laughs> I'm like, just because you can get people to agree on something doesn't make it a good idea. No, but but uh, if, it, if it, based on our system, if it goes through, then it works. That's the challenge that we actually have. Yeah. Yeah, just getting the top half and the bottom half to agree with the majority is always the problem. We can't, but I mean, again, that goes back to the same thing. Like culturally, that's the other challenge we faced. That it, we had a slight window of change in the pandemic. Did you have a surge in pandemic? Did you guys have a surge in numbers? I don't know. No, you weren't in charge then. I don't think I was on the board then. Okay, <laughs> the I'd be curious. The park I'd be curious. was busy as shit, and I talked to Philip, and he said there was a dip during the pandemic. Oh, Ours interesting. Exploded. Yeah, it was opposite here, and and that's like one of those instances where it was a leveler everybody was on the same playing field for a moment but now we're back to uh you're this you're that and 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 that you, you group these two people so you're xc you're uh you're a wannabe downhiller or uh you're a bro you're not very like those snap judgments come back into play and that's the stuff yeah. that i think that's what's really killing the side of the community is the snap judgment because at the end of the day like Sure, someone could just be an asshole. You'll know it pretty quick. But yeah. you can't make the snap judgment because it doesn't. It prevents us from all like of growing and shit. I try not to judge people based off what they look like. I'm pretty certain I'm not going to like them either way. <laughs> I can't wait for like a series of quotes that come out. Let's give it like a book that gets made. It's only four pages, but it's four pages of of draperisms. <laughs> it's called "I'm a ray of fucking." Sunshine. I've always, I've always ray of fucking sunshine. <laughs> You know that, the Chase Draper story? That episode of Family Guy where Peter's on the news doing what grinds my gears? Yeah. I think we should do that segment every time you do, guys do a podcast, but you screen my calls when I call. <laughs> yeah, we do. Like, just, let, just put me on the air and let me tell you what's grinding my gears that day. I don't know. I feel like that's that's like playing a, a, a cancel roulette. 100%. I mean, I already cuss a lot. So, I mean, what's the worst I'm going to say? We started the podcast out talking about boys. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Dale puts mean. the Boyd in boys. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, no, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. That's he either, puts the put, boy in Boyd. Boys in Boyd is not any better. No, yeah, it's no. All bad. He's the Boyd. Um, do you remember, remember the Void? The Noid. The Noid. No. no Yo, Domino. Noid. You remember that guy from Domino's? Yeah, the Pizza Hut guy that was tearing oh, shit up. Yeah. yeah. Guy, Domino's. Yeah. Domino's. Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. 
Um, is there anything else you want to? Do you have any shameless plugs? Because we're right at happy time. I mean, we're blowing up a lot of things again next year. We're going to put on a lot of more stupid events. I think Bump and Grinds June seventh through ninth. Uh, we're bringing back an ultra endurance race. Um, it's called OKS. We did it for a few years back, maybe ten years ago. I'm not really super certain why it went away. Um, but a lot of people were excited to see that back. It'll what, be what is that? How how much is this? Twenty five mile loops, up to four loops. Whoo! I think sick. I'm gonna get. I think I'm gonna get custom patches made for the hundred finishers. That's um, sick. And we're we're trying to get on the national ultra endurance circuit. I mean, they would have let us on there for next year, but they wanted us to move it up to September, and I thought we might kill people. So yeah, it's uh, too hot. we're That's sticking with November, and hopefully we'll be the final race on their series um in 2025 hopefully so we're working on that i'm uh i kind of i got this idea i'm like hey you know maybe we'll bring this back we'll have a cool fall event we'll make a little money um we'll keep it super low-key and local and and then i just fucked all that up I'm like yeah let's get on the national series and let's get four <laughs> or five hundred racers out here uh but i mean this year it'll probably be pretty low-key um i'm hoping we have a good turnout i think it'll be good fun we're gonna do the alzheimer's bikeathon again next year nice um we're we're just loading me down with uh like well it's not we it's me i'm like i keep coming up with stupid ideas and every time i have a conference call with the guys like i'm like hey i want to bring back this race and i expect everybody to tell me to fuck off and they're just like yeah we can do it this way and i'm like that's because that's what's that, wrong with you people no because that's a community is what mm. you've ended up doing you yeah, inadvertently <laughs> you fucked up and built one these guys will walk through fire with me and i don't know why but well, I've, I've got great backup that's good it's fun um all right well is there anything you need to plug i'm good hey we're hang we're, on let me we think we are a couple weeks away from the we ran and we tried uh we got uh <laughs> he's trying to work the sponsors kevin, kevin black's tattoos in there um uh, we got, we got uh summit we in there uh what do we miss the coffee we didn't get the coffee coming no they're gone they're gone they don't like you anymore no they they, they left mm. ever since we made like some shot pieces mm. the shock jocks strike again so you guys are your own worst enemy too so i we never did debate on whether or not i was an asshole i don't no, think there's there a debate of assholes yeah there was no debate you guys aren't telling me which way you're leaning there, but all right. <laughs> Ambiguity. Just the perfect amount of. <laughs> this is going back to the first Mystery. episode where you guys characterized me in a very strange way. I don't think so. I think you characterized yourself in a strange well, way. Well, I wasn't here. You were, guys were talking about me in the Storyteller episode. That's where you... Everybody here. thinks I've been on here like nine times. It's just three, though. And I'm like, yeah, I'm always there in Is spirit. Is it even three? Two here and one in Birmingham. I don't think he was really on in Birmingham. No, we did uh, Soaking with Todd in that weird segment with uh, Kevin. Uh, and you oh, guys. That was yeah, the best. took it off. That was for the cutting room floor. That, yeah, that was extremely yeah, not appropriate. It started off slow. I thought we built up to something. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. We have a better way of doing it next time. It'll be better. Oh yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah. yeah speed I mean, I want to. I'm going to change my last name to White, and then we're going to do a segment with Kevin Black, and we're going to talk about the gray areas of virginity. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. I don't even know what just happened. You guys should probably cut that. <laughs> nope, nope. Too late now. It's staying. Um, the gay or gray? The gray. That's good. Do you got what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm Chase White says? and Kevin Black. Yeah. 
You got a I got an idea there? Uh-huh. I have a pretty good idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a good one. All right, we'll, we'll do two. I'll let you go first. Just remember what Chase Draper says. All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. Don't hate the players, hate the game. Oh, Shakespeare pretty- and Ice tea. <laughs> Top that, Dale. <laughs> and just re- shamelessly plug, do your yeah. job. Just remember what Dale Boyd says. If you're super intense, head on over to Build Tune Ride. Get all of your intense needs platform. Touchdown, Jesus. That's the end of the I show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Bye.